Uh, never mind. Um, you're a great guy, or I don't know, we haven't got to know each other super well. But I do know that you're the kind of guy who, in the middle of a conversation, will be like, Oh wait, I almost forgot. The mashed potatoes. <laughs> and then run inside. That was great. I feel like I'm going to use that a lot. Uh, whenever things get weird. Uh, so, okay. What did I do recently? I went to a museum. Do you guys like museums? Anybody have fun at the museum? <laughs> I went to a museum and uh, there was just a bunch of different displays of like animals that are still alive. I mean, not, not like in the museum, but like still existing today. There was like squirrels and coyotes and raccoons <laughs> and skunks. And it's like, why are you gonna have a uh, a display of animals that are still in existence and call yourself a museum. I don't know. I think it was more of a taxidermy. Um, I was walking through my neighborhood and I saw a raccoon and was like, hey, I just paid $4 to see you. It's a bit much. Controversy. All right, it's six o'clock, boys outside who don't want to pay attention. You have a real audience member here, friends. A real audience member. You have, and he's a famous audience member too. He's he's Sean of Bughouse Square. You might know him from six to eight every Tuesday for the past eight or nine years, maybe ten. Who knows? Who knows how long it's been? It's been forever. But it's my favorite show on this day. Well, that's hard. Now it's a toss-up because you've got that whole Tuesday rock block with uh, Bughouse Square and Claudia and the Loaf. And then you've always... And now we have Gates of Delirium. Dear God, I love that show. That prog rock show on Wednesdays is great at 6 o'clock. And then now we have, we have Flat Black Plastic. We have three incredible vinyl shows <laughs> on our station, which is amazing. But tonight, it's comedy. Hey, guys, come on in. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. So uh, the way that this works is it's an open mic and it's also a contest. And so the real people who are judges because they have souls and they're not comedians, uh, they judge their favorite comedians of the night, et cetera, et cetera. You cannot vote for me. I know you want to, but you can't. And uh, we also have Steve Wilson, uh, Machine. Machine is coming too, I believe. So we have another, I swear we have another another person with a soul in the building. Uh, all right. Let me put the music back up. We're going to, um, the, there, I heard that the, um, the bridge was a, was a clusterfuck. So things are a little weird. Our, our first comedian is not here yet, but our, our second one is, Hey, everybody come inside. Hey, come inside. Controversy? There's no controversy. Everything is fine. There really is. There really is no controversy. There's just people that are 
nice individuals that haven't lost their soul yet and that still are like human beings. And then there are those who are sociopaths that are comics and don't care about anybody. And that's the way it goes. I mean, I'm on that. I'm, I'm not on the soci. I'm a little sociopathic. I'm more on the nar- narcissistic scale, uh, but that's also one of the traits of a sociopath. Your first comedian is like the nicest guy. <laughs> he really is. Uh, he really is. He's not a sociopath at all. He doesn't. I mean, he uses a, he uses a fake name, so we don't know what he's hiding. But put your hands together. Oh, it's four minutes, guys. And at three minutes, you'll hear the, which means you have a minute left. So wrap it up. Uh, your first comedian, though, put your hands together, everybody, for Phil Patrick. Yay! All right, all right. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Fleet Week is here. Did anyone shit their pants when those planes flew over? So you know it's Fleet Week because you can see all the, the horde of bros that are walking to the marina and they're dusting off You know their, their beer funnels. Uh, beer funnels are those things where you pour beer and liquor on the one end, and then on the other end, uh, you get strep throat. Uh, the bringing of free Fleet Week means the summer is over. Hot girl summer went fast. That was the hottest girl summer we've seen uh, since the Salem witch trials. Uh, I grew up in a, in a house full of women, and uh, they taught me to pee sitting down. And, uh, it, you know, thank you. There's not, thank you for supporting me, sir. Did you grow up in a household full of women? All right, well, teach their own. Uh, anyways, so I grew up in a household of women, and at first I was embarrassed, just one. <laughs> I was embarrassed by it at first, and now I realize it's way better. You avoid the splish splash on your legs, and so now I do it no matter where I am, uh, but it can make the other guys at the urinal uncomfortable. Uh, I've got scoliosis, or as my doctor calls it, he says, uh, Phil, you've got a, a curvy little spine. And uh, each year my, my spine, it, it bends by a couple degrees. So I used to be 6'2", uh, now I'm six foot, and pretty soon uh, I'll be unfuckable. Uh, so I, I come from Canada, uh, that's the only reason that I'm, uh, that I'm nice. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, we, we're big fans of carbon tax over there in Canada, and uh, it's, it's kind of an interesting system because basically as long, you can do something you know that's bad as long as you offset it with something good for the environment, right? And I like to think, what if we applied that to other things, like uh, wokeness or ethics? For example, I would consider myself a huge ally to Japanese culture because I love anime. Now, because of that, I'm very excited that I get to use the N-word. Uh, R. Kelly's been in the news recently, and uh, yeah, hats off to R. Kelly, our boy, he finally got caught. And what's crazy about R. Kelly is he did it for 20 years, and we knew he was doing it. He was a, he was a diaper sniper out in public, and he even, we knew that he picked up an underage girl at one of his court trials. And you may disagree with R. Kelly's motivations. But I, have, I think we all have to agree, he's got some class, because he's the only guy in history to literally court a woman. Uh, so recently, uh, recently I, was, I was seeing a girl, and uh, she goes, Phil, I, don't, I want you to call me like a pet name. And I was like, well, what about babe? She's like, oh, that's, not, that's not unique enough. And I said, well, what about your name, Sarah? It's not, it's not special enough. You could have just dated someone else named Sarah. How do I know you're not thinking about her? So I'm like, okay, I'll call you something special and unique, like password one. 
Um, not too long. So actually, sorry. Since that, I've been uh, getting into online dating, and uh, I like to do my research in all the things that I do. And so uh, I was doing some some research on online dating and found that this paper that was going over the statistics. And this researcher found that for every woman on an app, there's about eight or nine men on a dating app. And uh, the technical term for that ratio is a bukkake. Uh, not too long ago in San Jose, there was a teacher who got caught going down on one of her students. Pretty gross. And it's always interesting seeing the different reactions, like mothers and women, and they're going, she's sick, she needs help, keep my children away from her. And then you see these old middle-aged men, maybe this gentleman right here, and, and he'll post things that are like, uh, oh, lucky. I wish teachers existed like that back in my day. Uh, the truth is those teachers did exist. They were just sucking the cool kid's dick. <laughs> All right, I'm Phil Patrick. Thanks, guys. Yay, Phil Patrick. Ending on a dick joke like a professional. Yes. Hey, you're up next, Dan. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, good, because I know you're in a rush. And then we'll come back to Kei Cheng. Because uh, we have to give everybody a little time when they get in the door. I heard the bridge traffic was insane. I hope the person really did kill themselves. No, I'm sorry. Everyone's been doing that joke lately. I keep hearing that. No, a couple people keep doing that. They're like, they better have killed themselves if I had to wait in two hours of traffic. I think it's a Shelby Wilson joke. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to poach a joke. I would never do that in, in real life. Oh, Creek's here. Hi, hi, everybody. Hi. I've got I've got I've got lists um, on the piano, and there's pens there's pens and lists on the piano. If you want to judge, there's pens and lists on the piano. Yeah. Your next comedian, he's got to rush out of here because he's cool and he does the best of SF downtown, and that's awesome. No, it really is. It's a really great show, and um, I'm glad they're back, um, open and everything. They were doing Zoom for a while, but he's really funny and really lovely and a really great writer. Put your hands together, everybody, for Dan Lewis. Yay! <laughs> Hey guys, thank you, Pam. Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, super happy. It's Friday. Super happy to be here. So happy to be doing comedy. Um, started doing comedy a couple years ago, just after my father passed away. And right before he died, he was like, get out there, Dan. While you're still alive, we still have a chance. Do the things you want to do. So that's why I'm trying comedy. Um, can't help but wish he was still alive to see me doing comedy. Um, not so much stand-up on Zoom. I'm glad he's dead for those, you guys. <laughs> Seriously. My, my mom was like, can I join? I'm like, Mom, I'd rather you be dead than watch this thing. I don't know. Comedy is, uh... A friend of mine the other day, he's like, hey, what are your uh, comedy goals? And I'm like, goals? The comedy is just terrible for you, and it leads to nothing. You know, but you get that first laugh, and you're kind of just hooked, you know? You might as well have a syringe and be like, uh, Dan, what are your goals with heroin? What do you want to do with this? I don't know. You guys got any guilty pleasures? Anybody? Guilty pleasures you can think of? Nicotine? Gambling. Gambling. See, I don't think those are that guilty. I think we should reserve the phrase guilty pleasure for stuff that you actually should feel guilty for, you know? Like, I don't like that there's one phrase for a guy who diddles kids <laughs> and me because I like the occasional Ace of Bass song, you know? That seems like an unfair, <laughs> right? Those are innocent pleasures, I would say. Watching The Bachelorette, innocent pleasure. Murdering Bachelorettes, guilty pleasure. 
It's pretty, uh, you guys think clowns are funny? Clowns, they're not funny, right? It's weird how clowns are not funny and, uh, I don't know a movie. I can't think of a movie where a clown is funny, but I can think of at least three movies where Hitler is funny. That that numbers that ratio seems off to me. But clowns in movies they actually kill people. That's all clowns do in movies. So if you if you after COVID you want to go see a movie you're looking for something fun and light. There's two posters, one with a clown, one with Hitler. Take the Hitler movie <laughs> because that's <they're laughs> man. You guys know this old trick, good cop, bad cop? They did, they did it in the, like the 70s and 60s and stuff. I feel like it's gone away, though. You sp- like the first cop's nice to you, and he like threatens you with his partner. He's like, hey, man, here's some coffee. Let's talk. Because believe me, you don't want my partner coming in here. He's a lot tougher than me, and he's having a real rough week. Now it's just like the first cop just puts you in a headlock, takes you down, knocks you in the head with something, and goes, listen, motherfucker, you don't want my partner coming in here. He's exactly like me. He's a cop, and he's having a real average week. Uh, a lot of people tell me, a lot of female friends are like, oh, yeah, we, we, you know, we're looking for sex just as much as you guys, just as much as the guys are, but I don't really buy it uh, because I heard there's something called fuck me pumps. Do you guys know what that is? Fuck me shoes? Women, these are shoes that women put on when they go out in that town to kind of indicate they might be down for some anonymous sex that night. No. That's how I know. I don't know about you guys, but all of my shoes are fuck me shoes. <laughs> my gardening Crocs, my soccer spikes. Matter of fact, everything in my closet is of the fuck me variety, <laughs> including my dusty old fuck me baseball glove from when I was a kid. Uh, I don't think it's fair how like you got all these, uh, th- these uh, people in labs, epidemiologists searching for things. Finding answers, you know. I don't think it's fair how, like, when they find a new disease, they discover something new, we, re- we reward them by naming the disease after them. I feel like that's not... It's like, hey, great work, man. From now on, when we see neurodegeneration leading to complete and total loss of motor function, we'll think of you, Parkinson. Nice work. Ugh. Okay, guys, thank you. Daniel Lewis, everyone. Hooray! Uh, Just because we're getting a little weird on the list, I'm just going to let people know what's happening. Uh, On deck, because you used a baseball reference, is Mark Neuer. Mark Neuer, you're on deck. You're after... And ask David if he... David didn't sign up. He's I see David Samuel with you out there. He didn't sign up. Does he want a space? You can be number 13. You can be number 13. Okay, see, we figured all of our work out. And now put your hands together for your next comedian. They just were on the bridge forever losing. Like, what? Uh, put your hands together for Kay Chang. Yay! Thank you so much. I'm sorry, I screwed up the list, everybody. I was stuck in traffic on the Bay Bridge. Uh, on the bridge, they have a new sign that says, always watch out for pedestrians. If you're a pedestrian on the Bay Bridge, there are only two reasons. One, Pokemon Go. I get it, okay? I've done some dumb shit for a Vaporeon. I get it, okay? Or two, you're there to kill yourself. 
So if I hit you with a car. All right, if you're listening on the podcast, I'm making a very hilarious facial expression right now because I'm a physical comedian, y'all, okay? I don't rely on my punchlines. I don't have any. Uh, So this is cool. It's good to be back here. The Delta is winding down. I got my third booster shot, which means that, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm an essential worker, so I got mine early. I'm more important than all of you. That's all. Uh, So we could travel. I traveled a little bit. I went to Vegas just like the Raiders. Uh, I don't know how anybody in Oakland still roots for the Raiders. Look, they left you and they traded away their best players. That's like if your girlfriend breaks up with you and then takes back the PlayStation that she bought for you. All right, that's not a good analogy. I'm just mad I don't have a PlayStation anymore. So I went to Las Vegas and y'all gonna hate me for this. Uh, I'm Asian, so I like good deals, right? So I stayed at the Trump Tower, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay? Look. $80 $80 a night for a four-star hotel, and you get a free spa voucher? <laughs> Come on, man. You can storm the Capitol. I don't care. That's a, that's a good-ass deal, people, okay? Uh, yeah, I was in Vegas, and I'm, like, still kind of paranoid to do Vegasy stuff, like casinos, shows. I don't really want to do indoor stuff, but there's a lot of cool stuff to do outdoors in Vegas, too. Like, you could go out and shoot a bunch of machine guns, or sniper rifles. So I was like, oh, I want to do that. What's a good place in Vegas to go shooting? I mean, besides the Mandalay Bay. Oh, uh, come on. Come on. It's an open mic. It's an open mic. We're testing things out, okay? We're trying things as an open mic, okay. Yeah? All right. Fuck it. Let's go all in. All right. Uh, friends, we are now at 700,000 coronavirus deaths in the United States. That's the equivalent to 233,000 9-11s. Americans have to convert death into 9-11s like it's the metric system. Like heart disease, that's like 200 9-11s. Car accidents, that's like 11 9-11s. Even things related to 9-11, we got to convert into 9-11s. Like, uh, did you know the war in Iraq was about three 9-11s? Okay. Well, these are you guys under 9-11s. Why don't we just convert everything into 9-11s? Why stop at death, right? Did you know that Michael Phelps eats four 9-11s worth of calories a day? Okay, but he's an Olympic athlete, right? You, if you're a regular person, you only need to eat like one twin tower were the calories a day. All right, lost y'all at a 9-11 joke. This is, you know what, this is not even a 9-11 joke. This is merely a joke about measurement, all right? And I am in no way insinuating that Michael Phelps uh, did 9-11. <laughs> Although he didn't do anything to prevent it, I'm just saying, you know? Uh, guys, okay, last thing. What's worse, if you find out that your spouse is your long-lost biological sibling or being in a group text was worse? Uh, 
group text. Is there a vaccine for the group text? Can somebody call Pfizer and get on that? All right, thanks everyone. Yay, keep it going. Clap your hands louder for Kate Chang. That was really funny, yay. That was the best and most original 9-11 joke, not 9-11 joke, just measurement joke I've ever heard. Yeah, uh, I know, everything here is um, broken. There you go. Keep your hands clapping for Kay Chang. Yay! Braving the bridge for us. Uh, Your next comedian braves the air for you. He continues breathing because of you, (laughs) dear listener. He does it for you. He has a joke where he says something like that. Uh, Put your hands together, everybody, for number five, or really number four. Mark Neuer! Funky jams you're playing there, Pam. Wow. You got them slampers. Oh, the Raiders going and leaving, and the Raiders fan base still supporting them is like me and my ex-girlfriend, actually, because the Raiders left, and now they're winning and have not lost since leaving Oakland. And my ex became a vegan, a lesbian, and goes to the gym now. Has a great job with Google. Hasn't lost since. Bless her soul. That old raider. My new girlfriend, she just called me and she was like, can you do me a favor? And you know me, I, no. (laughs) I can't, probably can't. You know me, I'm trying to play along. Oh, yeah, it just depends on what it is. I mean, I'd do, any, I'd, I'd do anything for you, you know? I'd do, I'd do anything. Well, can you, can you go buy me some pads? No. I'm broke. I can't buy you anything. But if you send me some money on the cash app, I can go. No problem. Well, she's, well what store are you going to go to? I, I don't know. Why? What does it matter? Well, I need a certain kind of brand. What do, you, what, what do you want me to go to Supreme to get pads? What's wrong with you? I need Nike fucking pads? I need the Jordans. I need some tens. What's wrong? What's going on? The ones at the dollar store aren't gonna work. What's wrong? Use toilet paper, stupid. I have socks. Just shove it in there. That's a shout out to Pam. Not that Pam's my new girlfriend. Pam's my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> No, I got a new girlfriend, if you couldn't tell by my neck. <laughs> She's not thrilled that I'm here. She's like, you're going where? Okay, come here real quick. I got a fucking suction cup for you. She likes crystals. I got a crystal chick, not the fun kind, you know what I mean? <laughs> not the fun kind. The fun kind is the kind that when you have sex, everything's just wet, you know? That's the fun kind of crystal chick, not that kind, you know? No special pipes or tools or nothing, just, she likes those rocks, fucking. They're not rocks, they're crystals. Okay, okay, babe. She wants to get me a bunch of crystals so I have a collection of crystals. She wants to get me a whole bag of crystals. Like, darling, I don't know what to do with the whole bag of crystals. Give me a bag of your crystals. I feel like in dire, time of dire need, I'm gonna crush them up and try to get high, and I don't know how high I'm gonna get on Rose Quartz, okay? You're supposed to charge them. You charge them. What do you mean? 
It's a rock. It's a crystal. Okay, the crystal. It's a crystal. And how do I charge it? There's no port. There's no USB. There's no, I, is, it, is it wireless charging? In the moon. Oh. The moon? There's no moon panels. There's no lunar panels. It's a, it's a solar panel. The solar, no, 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 not the sun. The moon, the moon. If the moon charged anything, there'd be a tax write-off. Okay? You save money annually. Fucking rose quartz. Maybe I'm projecting. I'm not even supposed to know that term. I'm not even supposed to know what projecting means. I came home and said projecting. My girlfriend got mad. Like, where the fuck did you learn what projecting, projecting means? Where did you learn how to say projecting? Who taught you that? The amethyst bitch? Is that who taught you that? I don't know where I lost you on that joke. Maybe I lost myself, I'm not sure. But I came. So I just want to remind you guys, if you have not donated, there's a donation jar here for all your little grubbies to go inside of and you put stuff in there like money and drugs. I'm going to do the drugs. Pam's going to take the money. We're all going to be happy. All right. I love you guys. God bless you. Get home safe. Mark Neuer, everyone. You charge your crystals in the sun and Mercury's in retrograde. That's why everything's falling apart. Let's not make fun of your girlfriend. The planets are real. They are round and their gravitational pull does something. Okay. I'm going to run down the list just so we know what's happening. Uh, on deck is Wally Hippolito. Following him is in the in the hole is probably Ian Langlands, but clap your hands together right now. Uh, it's so exciting that he's here. Put your hands together. It's Xavier Bronson. Yay! Totally caught off guard here. Totally caught off guard. Thank you for having me back, Pam. Welcome to Muni Radio. This is a stand-up place. Um, I just want to say, first and foremost, I I'm an SF native, born and raised here, and I got to say, uh, fuck the Blue Angels. They can eat my ass. I do not like them. And it's not even, it's not SF native's fault. It's, it's, it, it's white people. They, they ruin everything. They, uh, that's what they do. That's what they fucking do. And they don't make sense either because it's an eco city and they're burning up hot toxic gases in the air with jet fuel. I don't I don't know what that's about. Anyways, um shit, what do I got here? Uh porn is uh uh right now is weird and racist. Um they must have heard me those faggots. Um <laughs> fucking butt pilots bastards. Anyways, um that was off the dome too. That was pretty impressive. Um I'm I'm, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with myself. I'm pretty impressed. Okay, guys, this is my set, so uh, if you guys don't mind shutting the fuck up, that would be great. That would be great. I'm trying to get through shit here. No, I'm, I'm serious, man. Porn is weird and racist right now. Um, I have to read this title because I, I watched this porno just based off the title. It says, uh, Whore Needs Asian Man Come for COVID-19 Cure. Is that real? Is that... Is has that out? It, yeah, you, it is. 
Well, I, I don't mind getting a jab, but not in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I don't know. I'm racist. I don't want Asian cum. Anyways, um, what do we got here? Um, I, uh, we had our uh, fifth kid last week. My wife gave birth to our fifth child. Yes, yes. And when you have too many kids, um, names start becoming like you don't give a fuck no more. You're just like, like I almost convinced my girl to name my kid um, Orenthal James Simpson. She's like, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, bitch, you got to watch football. Like, that's... <laughs> or, or history murder cases. Like, that's either one of those you would have known. But anyways, um, my first son, um, I named him uh, uh, Cassius Clay. I, I nailed that uh, after uh, Muhammad Ali, my favorite boxer. And uh, my second son, I named him after the late, great Kobe Bryant. So uh, Cassius and Kobe. And then uh, I didn't think about it just until this moment that uh, maybe I'm subconsciously compensating for something. Um, yeah, I name my kids after uh, black guys. Um, uh, inspirational, but they probably have big dicks. Listen, uh, what else do I got here? I, I hate when women talk dirty. Women, you don't have to talk dirty during sex. Like, y you don't. Uh, it's already amazing that you're letting us have sex. That's one. And then two, it's like, you don't, you don't have to like uh uh take away from my um uh my insecurity, you know? Like I'm already there. Like some girl was like talking to me in in bed. She was like, "Do you like that?" And I'm like, "I don't know. No. I don't This is this is I didn't know I was going to answer questions, you know? And then one girl, she was like, "You got a big dick." And I was like, "Okay, you liar." Like I stood up and I was like, "Just stop." Just stop right there. Like, I'm not, we both know. God damn it. Anyways, I was talking to my daughter earlier today. Um, she said, uh, she's a middle schooler. She's uh, 10 years old. She's in middle school. And uh, she said she was taking off her shirt in gym. And some other girl came up to her and was like, holy shit, I didn't know you had titties. And my daughter was like, uh, yeah, I do. And she was, and this little girl, I don't know who the fuck she is but she needs to get like uh, blacklisted from the school. She takes off her shirt in front of my daughter and goes, see, I have them too. And I was like, wow, lesbian game is really good right now. Like it is top of the line. I know I'm a little edgy for you folks, but uh, go fuck yourselves. Hey, have a good night, guys. Give it up for Pam Benjamin. Happy to be here. Yay, Xavier Bronson, yay. He's got five children. That man can fuck. Like, <laughs> doesn't matter what, what size your dick is if you get the job done. Five kids, something's working. I don't understand why everybody's all these, well just everybody, it's this crazy thing. You know that um, women, boys and girls in utero are the same until like 18 weeks and then the same cells either become a clit or a dick. This is absolutely real. And the ovaries either drop and become balls or they stay like eggs and they're, they're very similar when they start. So what I'm saying is that clits are just tiny dicks. So rock out with your baby cock out. Like it's, I mean, all sizes matter. Your next comedian, all sizes matter. Don't hate my little dick. I'm so angry when they talk. I, my, has, I, my clit is so big I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Wally Hippolito. Yeah, you can. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, you can use the cheerio on my clit too. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's fun sometimes. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing tonight? 
before I start, I just want to shout out my fellow Filipinos. Shout out uh, Filipino American History Month. So if you don't laugh at my jokes, I'm going to chalk it up to your racism all month long. That was a little bit racist, but I'll accept it. <laughs> man, October, man, it's crazy. Uh, can, you, can you guys, we're, in, we're about to hit the second year of COVID in our lives, everybody. Is that, is that hitting you guys right now? That's nuts. Like, you got to be careful, though. Year two is when it gets crazy. That's when the questions start coming out. That's when the question's like, hey, what do you think about this relationship? Where do you see it going? And then you got to come up with some old bullshit like, man, what's, what's wrong with what we got going right now? We got a good thing going, right? Come on. You need to stop playing. This is, you so crazy right now. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, hold on. I got it. Oh, yeah. Got it. Yeah, COVID is crazy, man. Oh, you want to meet my parents? What? Nah, they drop dead if they met you, girl. You gotta still. You gotta chill. Yeah, I gotta still work on that one. Um. <laughs> um. Oh, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, since we're in the spirit, who's ready for fucking Halloween this year? Oh. Yeah, yeah, man. I like to think about like, how do you guys think Al Qaeda celebrates Halloween? It's kind of crazy, right? I feel like, you know, they be, I feel like in Al Qaeda land, they be like having a big carnival, right? So like, they just have big, uh, big planes. They be dressing up as planes and like buildings. And you know, they be, uh, <laughs> they, instead of bobbing for apples, they're like shooting planes at buildings, trying to knock those down. They got plane rides going all around. And you either avoid the building or you go out. I feel like it's a good fucking time in Al-Qaeda land. Once they open that shit up, let me in, baby. Let me fucking in. But anyways, what else do I got? Um, contrary to popular belief, I am not gay. <laughs> But, but if I was, it wouldn't be my fault. It'd be Tinder's fault. You know what Tinder likes to do, right? So I, when I'm on Tinder, I like to do what's called Vin Diesel swiping, you know, fast and fierce. It's quick, it's quick. And in the middle, in the middle of my Vin Dieseling, Tinder likes to put a dude in the middle of my algorithm. And let me tell you, gay dudes are fucking quick. Because once we get the match, bring, I get a message. Hey, little gingerbread man, you can't run away from me. I'm like, well, goddamn. Call me gingerbread man, you making me feel good. You call me sugar cookie, I'm yours for the week. You call me gumdrop, I'm eating your ass for life, baby. So fucking hit me up. But I'm not gay. <laughs> I'm not gay. I am Wally Hippolito, though, and that's my time, everybody. Thank you. Yay! Wally Hippolito. Yay! Lumpia is my battle cry. Yay! If your grandma has a good recipe. I researched it once because I made pot lumpia because I put it into the wrappers. Yeah, right? And so I made, because you deep fry. Anyways, it's Oh, bye. Uh, you're, so let me give you a little rundown of what's happening so you don't get lost on the list. Uh, on deck is Lee Stewart. In the hole 
is Janae, the neighborhood witch, Ramini. But right now, on stage for you, it's like, the, he's such a sweet man, and he's so funny, and he and he does, he works so hard, and he writes all the time, and it's like if I could adopt him, I'm I, or I could just kill his mother. Put your hands together, everybody. I did that's gross. I meant it to be funny, but then it came out of my mouth, and I'm like, come on, Pam, uh, put your hands together for Ian Langlands, yay! Okay, Pam wants to kill my mom. <laughs> It's normal, just do comedy, don't think about it. Hello everyone, we're doing good? This beautiful, beautiful, yeah! <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, I cannot believe that it is the year 2021 and I still get those Nigerian Prince emails. Do you guys get those still? They're still pumping those out, out of the woodworks. Those are still coming. I, those have been around as long as emails and they're still, they're still pumping. That means they have to work, right? Someone's fallen for them. They've been around for so long. That means it's working in some capacity, right? Like, I just want to know, what did they go through before they landed on the Nigerian prince email? <laughs> like, did they go through, like, logical things? Like, what if they, we tell them their credit card is canceled? They're like, yeah, we could try that. But what about this? <laughs> what if a prince in Nigeria needs funds? and he needs to email a 75-year-old woman in Nebraska to wire her all of her money. And they're like, you know what, that's great. And it works, because it's, it's been 21 years since emails and shit, and they still got that, they still got it. That is incredible. Because that's, who, that's who's falling for it, right? Everybody over the age of 70, 75, right? That's the people that are falling for it. My, my great aunt fell for one of those. She was 83 when it happened. She was 83 years old, and she fell for the scam, and you know what? She deserved it. <laughs> she deserved it, all right? Okay, because there are so many things you have to get through to wire money to a stranger, and there was no red flag at any point for this woman. She, she got the email from a Nigerian prince. She called the number they gave her. An Indian man picked up. She didn't think anything about it. She was like, this checks out. She keeps going, she wires the money, gets, gives them all their credit card information, and they take $5,000. Can you believe that? And she deserved it, and she deserved it because she did not pick up on it. She did not pick up that there were anything, any foul play going on. But you know, that's why old people, we should take technology away from everybody over 75, I think. I don't even think that's a hot take. Go on Facebook, look what are they doing to Facebook. God, no 75 year olds are being productive on Facebook. Do way more harm than good out there. Way more harm than good. Okay. I guess everybody loves old people in the audience. Lord, God. I said we just kill them off. No, I'm just kidding, I'm not gonna go there. Could you imagine? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the old people genocide supporter. Uh, has anybody here ever done uh, uh, psychedelics before? Psychedelics? Yeah. <laughs> I like how you nodded. You were like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I used to do shrooms a fair amount when I was in high school. And I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I used to do shrooms a fair amount when I was in high school. And I remember after I, did my, after I had my first trip, I was talking to my friend about it. And he was really into it. And he was like, oh, like, what did you, he was like, talking about like the experience and like what I went through. And he was like, oh, when I, did shrooms, I really felt connected to nature and I reconciled my father who abused me. And I was like, that is 
really great. That's wonderful. And he goes, oh, like, what happened with you? And I was like, oh, you know, just like I told myself that God is dead and that my mom hates me. Uh, so it wasn't as productive as uh, reconciling with an abuser, but it was good enough. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> and he goes, oh, you know what? Next time you do shrooms, you got to do it with orange juice. And I'm like, that's kind of a peculiar thing to say. Why would I drink orange juice with shrooms? Like I'm going to pop a cap at Sunday brunch with my mimosa? What the hell is that? My ex Benedict just gonna, you know, trip with the girls. Kelsey's having a bad trip, so she's bad vibes. Staying away from her. I'm like, why the fuck am I gonna do shrooms with orange juice? And he's like, oh, it makes you trip way harder. And I'm 16 years old, and I'm like, the last thing I thought when I did shrooms was, how do I make this worse? <laughs> how do I make it more? How do I go deeper into the psychosis that I still deal with to this day? Psychopath for suggesting that. Like, he would, like, I don't understand that logic at all. It's already a risky thing. You don't need to make it worse. Like, he's, he'd be the kind of guy, like, if we were playing with fireworks or something, he'd be like, you know what would make this crazy? Ketamine. And I'd be like, I'm good. I am okay with just the fireworks. Okay, that's do, all No, I do, do the porn joke. Will you do the porn joke? Will oh, you please yeah. do it? Okay, I can do the porn joke. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think uh, porn has gone too far. And I don't think that's a hot take. I don't think anybody disagrees with me. Porn has gone way too far. I think... Um, I was talking to a man the other day, and he was telling me he watches poop porn. And it's like, no. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that, okay? And don't tell me, this was a stranger I was talking to, and he was telling me he watches poop porn. I don't like that at all. Not only have we gotten too comfortable with what the kind of porn they produce, but it's the way we talk about it. I don't need to know. This man had children. He had multiple children. He was telling me what kind of porn he watched. I, didn't, I do not need to know that in any form. You're like, what happened? We totally lost, <laughs> we lost control of porn. It was like, it's like Jurassic Park, you know. The electric fence is powered down. The fucking velociraptors are out. You know, they dealt with the T-Rex, and we're dealing with garden gnome porn. That's what we're dealing with. Look that up. Look that up. Don't look it up, by the way. Don't go to images. Don't go to images if you're a curious person. I, I did that, and uh, it's exactly what you think. It's women getting fucked with garden gnomes. That exists. That's good. That's where we're at in 2021, America. God bless. But yeah, <laughs> so... We're dealing with that, and it, it, I think it's, I'm biased because I really don't watch porn. People get really offended when I say that, especially men. When I'm 22 years old and I tell them I don't watch porn, they're like, no fucking way. Fucking masturbate right now without porn and fucking prove it. <laughs> I'm like, no. It's like, fucking fine. I'll go to, no, I'm just kidding. I'm like, I, I don't watch porn. I really don't watch it. I, I, it's weird to me. It's strange. I don't want to shame you, but a little shame. It's strange to just watch two people do a thing and then you pretend to do the thing with your hand. You pretend to do, you're pretending to, it's, it's like, it's not like I'm gonna watch Martha Stewart bake a cake and then like whisk in rhythm with her. Like, come on Martha, let's do it. You know, like I'm like, I'm laying the icing with her and I'm like, come on Martha. And I'm like, fuck, I missed the money shot. Fuck, I gotta go back 10 seconds. Lord, gotta get this icing, so. Stop watching porn, you heathens. Okay, that's all my time. Thank you for she gave me extra time. Yeah, give love to Pam, Yay. by the way. Hardest working woman in comedy in San Francisco. Thank you very much. Give it up for Ian, everybody. He has a Martha Stewart joke. I love you. Martha Stewart is my hero. Also, Ian, he was disrespected last night when he was on stage and some the host was talking during his set, so I gave him an extra two and a half minutes So, because I think he's a lovely human being. Uh, so let me do the thing again so you know what's happening. In On deck, which means going up after the next person, is Janae, the neighborhood witch, Ramini. In the hole is Trevor Whedon. 
But right now, on stage, put your hands together for Lee Stewart. Yay! Glad I got here when it filled up. <laughs> yeah, so I've been noticing some stuff lately. It's kind of weirding me out, you know? Uh, you guys hear about this white pride stuff? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's uncomfortable, isn't it? That's why I always check other when I fill out applications. Because <laughs> I'm fucking embarrassed <laughs> to be associated with this race. Um, no, and in an effort to prove that I wasn't as white as I thought, <laughs> I did a, the whitest thing imaginable and got 23 in me. <laughs> and guess what? 53% <laughs> Nazi. Crazy. <laughs> and that, that's pretty weird. Uh, so there are any Jewish people, because I'm not allowed to say the word Jews, because <laughs> I am 53% Nazi. Um, I apologize on behalf of <laughs> whoever the fuck. <laughs> but I did find out that I was 0.3% North African. So somebody wasn't Hitler's good little soldier, is what I'm saying. <laughs> somebody was fucking around. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, it's strange. <laughs> There's like these places where I feel like white pride's real big. There's like North Carolina, you know? There's like Florida. But then you got like the mother of all white pride. You got granddaddy Texas <laughs> down there all upset about abortion and whatnot, which I don't get. I don't, I kind of get it. <laughs> I mean, it's run by old white guys, and of course, they don't want anyone to know they got their niece pregnant, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you know, white pride, right? <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't let anyone know that you fuck your niece. Mm. <laughs> Guess I'm too edgy. Um, but, uh, you know, I got to thinking though, these pro-lifers, it's kind of kind of weird, like, you know, at least if somebody else kills the baby, they'll go to heaven, right? I don't know. And then there's like, you know, like you're going to leave it up to the baby to make the decision? I hear about these babies, they're like hanging themselves and stuff. <laughs> it's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, abortion's fun topic to talk about as a white male. Um, <laughs> up next are my period jokes. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. I have a period joke. Here we go. Um, any relationships? Hell yeah. <laughs> you both seem stoked that it's working out. Yeah. Like afraid to admit it's even happening. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess I won't see her next week. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, <laughs> me and my girlfriend, you know, we try to stay away from politics. Um, but it's difficult. It can be hard. Uh, I was uh, using the bathroom, and I forgot my cell phone, which is a good source of reading material. And if I don't have a good source, I start reading labels on, like, my toothpaste, my soaps. There's another reason I do this, though, because... If there's anything that hasn't been tested on animals, I set it aside, and then I get my dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, activists. Um, you know, I just want to make sure it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I got to her tampons, by the way. Her tampons. Made in Israel. 
and you know, 53% Nazi. <laughs> so, <laughs> upset, upsetting. Um, and you know, I came out and I'm like, babe, like, I didn't know that you were taking a stance on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict here. Like, you're supporting Israel with your own blood? <laughs> um, you're gonna trust them with your vagina, babe. They can't even contain their own mess. That's a good joke. <laughs> if you pay attention to the news. Um, yeah, Iron Curtain, my ass. <laughs> you know? I feel like as many kids are dying as Israel is in Texas. Ah, <laughs> uh, did I just make you come? <laughs> Holy shit, what a set. I'm glad I recorded this. My girlfriend's going to be jealous. Anyway, thank you guys very much. I was Lee Stewart. Thanks, Pam. And everyone come to the Mutiny Radio Festival. It's going to be fucking fantastic. I promise I'll tell jokes about abortion and menstruation. Yay, Lee Stewart. Lee Stewart. I loved you. You don't have a dog in the fight, but you still you made it funny. It was great. That was very funny. Uh, and if a baby's going to kill themselves, they're obviously going to hang themselves with the umbilical cord on the way out. Not that I'm giving unsolicited tags on jokes on a radio show. Your next comedian, I'm super excited to bring her up. Put your hands together for Janae, the neighborhood witch, Ramini. Yay! This is Prince. Pam, you better put on some City Girls, some <laughs> Megan the Stallion, some fucking Rihanna, something. Come on now, you know what I mean. Y'all are so tall out here. What's up, y'all? I love how all the men's faces just completely melted as soon as I walked up here. They was thinking in their minds like, yeah, she cute, but as soon as I reached to the back and put the mic stand behind me, they like, yeah, she real pretty, but where her ass go? Yeah, period. I know it ain't there, but huh, feast your eyes, motherfuckers. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how I can hold this shit together until I gotta bend down and pick something up? It's like, ooh, she had it for a minute, and then, mm-hmm. Ass looking like I gotta take a shit, but I gotta hold it in all day. Like, hello. Hi, how you doing? Yes. Ass looking like I just coughed too hard and the period blood just leaked to the back of my ass. This bitch knows what I'm talking about. You fuck around and sneeze too hard, bitch, it's a wrap. Double homicide. <laughs> so a little bit about myself. Um, I'm a huge daddy's girl and not like the porn cub category. Um, and I think my dad is one of the funniest motherfuckers in the world. For instance, um, when I was about 10 years old, my dad just got out the pen. Jail, white people. <laughs> pen, the penitentiary. Um, so when he would, so my mom would always make him take me to the, uh, boys and girls club and shit. And every morning, like clockwork, my dad would listen to that old ass Akon song. I'm locked up. They won't let me out every fucking morning. So we coming around the corner and he's like, I'm steady trying to find a motive. I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit. We coming around the corner. God damn it. Trying to do what I do. Oh fuck. They see me. The freedom ain't getting no closer, no matter how far I go. And in my mind, I'm thinking, how much farther you can go, nigga? What's next, 50 cent? <laughs> like, come on, dad, spare me. So after about, so after about a, uh, huh, yeah, new material. So after about a week of that C Block playlist, I got SOS. Sick of that shit. 
So I finally was like, Dad, mind you, I'm 10 years old. I'm like, Dad, can you cut this shit off? He turns around. I'm thinking I'm about to get a whooping. He turns around with his jailbird ass, and he's like, this is what a ride feels like. What the fuck? <laughs> this is what a ride feels like. So you telling me I got to be uncomfortable in, in your shit? Like, I just, I never, I never got the, the saying. I never got the model, he used to say. Um, so fast forward, um, or actually go back. He was always pulling some weird shit on me. So, for instance, I'm in middle school, and I don't know if y'all know, but like, you know when you're in middle school and your parents drop off McDonald's at lunch? Y'all white people don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Y'all parents used to fucking cook y'all sandwiches with the shit sliced off in cucumber water. My mistake. <laughs> if it was some niggas here, uh, your parents used to bring you McDonald's and you were the bee's knees in that motherfucker. You were the top-notch kid of the day. They smelling the fries, they want to bite. So I, hmm. So I used to tell my dad, like, please, daddy, bring me my meal, because mind you, he just got out of print. He just got out the pen. <laughs> Jail. So he didn't have no job. All he had was time. So <laughs> all he had was time. So I'd be like, dad, like, can you bring me my favorite meal? So he would bring it to me, and I'm walking down the hallway, kids feeling me and all this shit. They like, ooh, Janae, can I get a fry? Can I get a sip? Can I get a sip? This, so I'm walking down the hallway. I sit down at the, um, the little lunch area, cafeteria. I sit down, pop my box open. This fat motherfucker done took a big-ass bite out of my double quarter pouncer. <laughs> the ends of my fries are bitten off. I try to sip my juice. I try to sip my juice. I pop the lid open. It's trash in there. This motherfucker gonna text me, oh yeah, please remember to uh, throw that drink away for me. <laughs> Why the fuck would my dad bring me this half-eaten ass meal? You basically just brought me a three-fifths compromised ass sandwich. That's my time, y'all. Thank you. Yay! Yay, 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 Janae. Yay, yay, yay. The neighborhood wins. The neighborhood witch. Neighborhood witch. You're, yeah, kill it. Uh, I'll see you later. I'll see you there. Oh my God! But you're, oh, I, you, you're on the list. You're, um, you're. Uh, let me give you the, let me give you the stuff. You're amazing, and I'll see you later. And I loved everything you did. Um, on deck is Adam Close. In the hole is David Samuel, who looks like Edward Norton's son. But who's on deck? Or who's happening right now on stage? Put your hands together, everybody, for Trevor Whedon. Yay! Clap more. Yay, Trevor. Yay! <laughs> it's always nice when someone tells you to clap more. <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Trevor Whedon. I wipe my ass uh, back to front. Uh, sorry, I got, I'm got. i recovering from a concussion, uh, so I might be a little slow. You know, the memory loss. Hi, my name is Trevor Weed, and I'm wipe my ass from back to front. Uh, I woke up one morning, thank God. Uh, I weighed myself, took a piss, and I weighed myself again. Turns out I lost a pound and a half. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, just take that. People that say, ooh, I took a five-pound shit. Try taking a two-pound piss. God damn. <laughs> uh, speaking of shit, I took a shit the other day. And it was one of those shits that make you feel accomplished. Like, you know, I came home from work. Like, my roommate's just like, how was work? I'm like, eh, I almost got fired. But, hey, I'm not constipated anymore. <laughs> I got my first tattoo this week. Tattoos are interesting. You just pay a guy hundreds of dollars to just hurt you for four hours. Uh, but like, 
you know, just like, ah, son of a bitch, goddamn, that hurt. All right, here's a thousand bucks. I'll see you in a month for the touch-up to hurt me again. Anyway, who watches, uh, is anyone watching Squid Game? Yeah? All right, I have, a, I have an idea for a show. Market it to ABC. We get Squid Game, but it's the Bachelorette. Bachelorette games. We get 30 incels and simps, and we make them pay, play hopscotch to get laid for once, or else they die. You know, they're all even, playing grounds, equality. Um, I used to get paid to yell at children. I was a lifeguard. <laughs> I got to say, it was nice to take my anger out on someone during that time period. You know, I was like, hey, you having fun? The hell of the pool. I'm over, and your laughter is pissing me off. Uh, I was driving home after smoking weed one time, and I got so high that I waited 20 seconds for a stop sign to turn green. Has <laughs> that happened to anyone? <laughs> uh, has anyone done acid? Yay, I like acid. Acid is fun. The thing about acid, though, it, it you know, it's, it's a trip. You, it alters your mind. This one time I was tripping, uh, I, like the night before, I was just like, oh, my tire is low on pressure. Got to fix that tomorrow. The next morning, I'm like, it could wait. So I decided to just do some acid, having a good time. Three to four hours go by. And uh, at some moment, I'm just like, oh, no, my tire. So what do I do? Do I call a friend? Do I get AAA to come by, help me out? No, I grabbed my keys. And I just drove down a mile and a half like I was in a fucking light bike from Tron. Just like, whoa, this is fucking crazy. Get out, go to the gas station, and I go to the pump, get out of my car, and I'm just like, hope nobody knows. Oh, man. Check the tire pressure. That's good enough. All right, go. <laughs> uh, so I have ADHD. I know. I'm a millennial, and I have ADHD. Uh, what else am I going to get? Depression, low credit. Anxiety? Who the fuck knows? Uh, so I was diagnosed when I was 20, but looking back when I was at uh, age 5, um, it makes sense. I was playing t-ball one time. During batting practice, I hit the ball, not to brag, uh, hit the ball, and I was just in my head like, you fucking hit that. That was nice. Good job, bud. Took me 30 seconds to realize I had to run to first base. I was in my head, but during those 30 seconds, my coach was literally a foot from my ear just screaming, RUN! 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 And I'm like, huh? Oh, right. Thank you. Give it up for Mutiny Radio. Thank you, Pam. Enjoy yay, the festival next week. Yay, Trevor Whedon, yay! Hey, guys outside, if you're going to talk, just don't do it right next to the door. Because it's, it's the people hear you on the inside and stuff. I'm sorry. So, um, no, I'm gonna, uh, let me tell the, what the in the hole and the stuff is, and then I'll introduce you. And then I'm actually going to smoke a cigarette during your set because I'm going to let you go a little bit longer just because you're part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival that's going to be next week and during the Noise Pop Block Festival, which is going to be crazy. So if people actually want to sit down with their sandwich... They have to buy a ticket, which is incredible. And I actually, I'm so excited. Um, noise pop block, block party, it happens on the 16th and we coincide. But they're letting Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival open the whole festival on their main stage at noon with clean comedy. So it's me and Luca Branches, the young phenom child, and Mike Bonds. We're going to have a good time. And then... Um, and, and then Adam's on the shows at the 3 and the 3.30 show he's going to be hosting. And I, But I'm going to say that 
on deck is David Samuel, and in the hole is John Lee Appleseed. I'm not sure. It's a cute name. Uh, and then, like, even farther in the hole is Aldi from British Columbia. But I'm going to smoke this cigarette, so I'm going to give him a few extra minutes. So, um, But he's so funny, and you're going to love him. Put your hands together, everybody, for Adam Close. Yay! Everybody Cut my hair, I shaved my beard. Still got it. Yeah. Just look better. That's all that happened. I just look way better. Jokes are still gonna be funny. Um, some of you might have noticed I'm wearing a Tesla jacket. I like to wear this Tesla jacket when I go skiing. And I'd like to play this little ruse on my skiing, my skiing friends. It'll be an old white guy gets on the lift with me, sits down, sees the jacket, checks it out ten times. He's like, oh, you uh you have a Tesla? Which means this guy also has a Tesla and wants to tell me about his Tesla, right? So this is what I do. Oh, <laughs> one Tesla, that's cute. No, I have five Teslas. <laughs> I remember my first Tesla. <laughs> Fucking broke bitch. And then I jump off the mountain and do a backflip. I'm just kidding, I made that last part up. Uh, it perplexes me when you hold the door open for someone or show manners. And, uh, and they go by, and they're like, thank you. And the person goes, uh, oh, it was my pleasure. Like, what? You got pleasure from that? <laughs> like, you came? <laughs> it's fucking gross, dude. Keep that to yourself. I just held the door open for you. Got a low threshold for ejaculation. <laughs> Pam got it. Hey, don't talk to me right outside. Damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's a lot of bros in here. There's a lot of a lot of guy bros in here. You guys are missing a baseball game. Shame on you. Uh, you guys ever get roadhead? Oh yeah. It's nice, right? It's high five worthy. <laughs> high five all your friends. Throw your shoulder out because you got roadhead. You guys ever give roadhead? to your girlfriend while she's driving. It's a much more impressive feat. She's gotta wedge her leg up. She got First she gotta get cockeyed in the seat, then wedge her leg up. You gotta use your shoulder to prop it up while you get down there. And just make her come. If you're gonna get down there, be down there and do your job. My wife is hearing this set on the internet radio like, this never happened, Adam. This never happened once. The whole time we've been together, you're a fucking liar. <sighs> that did happen once, actually, on the way to a Warriors game in 2007. <laughs> and then that girl and her boyfriend in 2010 did a bunch of bank robberies and he killed her. Lived a wild life, guys. Milpitas ain't what you think it is. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Moving right along. I was talking to this old guy and he was doing sex talk. We were having good old fashioned locker room talk. It's one of my favorite things. And he told me that he pulled it out. This is what he said, it was a black guy. He said, I pulled it out and I shot, it, I shot my jism on the chest. And he called it his jism. <laughs> and I had no idea all these years that jizz was an abbreviation. <laughs> for jism. All right, this is going well. 
Uh, have you guys heard this bullshit that if you could bring a caveman back from past into the present time, he would be blown away by an iPhone? It's like, yeah, no shit. I was born in 1998. I'm regularly impressed by my iPhone. I think the threshold for impressing a caveman is much lower than the most cutting edge piece of technology available to the consumer. For instance, you know what I think would uh, impress a caveman? A window. <laughs> like, what is this sorcery? Are we inside? Are we outside? What's going on here? Yeah, I think would knock a caveman's socks off? Besides socks? <laughs> Modern landscaping? But how did you control the fauna? <laughs> you know, you know what would really fucking just blow a caveman's mind? A chair. <laughs> On-demand sitting? Are you kidding me? Keeping in that same vein, if I could go back in time to caveman times, I would fucking terrorize the campsite with this noise. <laughs> could you imagine if that was if no one knew that that was made? Because I was back, I was the first one to do it. They're just fucking killing Steve because they thought he can't stop farting. <laughs> Meanwhile, it was just me playing a joke. Classic. You guys hear this shit when they're like, uh, it's like a country thing. They're like, oh, uh, uh, it was our second date and I stole a kiss. I stole a kiss. You guys ever hear that shit? If I steal a kiss? I don't like it. Personally, I always pay for my kisses. <laughs> All, right. All right, well, well I'm going I'm to stop here, fam. Uh, my dick is okay sized. Uh, good for me, right? Uh, if it was small, I would be... Uh, I would have an awkward conversation with my father. It would go like this. I'd be like, Dad, dude, this fucking sucks. My talking to the guys. Turns out my dick is small. He goes, yeah, it's a lot smaller now after we cut the top part off. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Are there you guys uncircumcised in here? Uncircumcised guys in the crowd? Give it up. Yeah. Are there any circumcised guys? Yeah? Yeah, all right. You guys ever uh, take your shaft? and roll it up to make it look like you're not circumcised? I call that play in make-believe. <laughs> if, you, if you're saying you don't do that, you're a fucking liar. Give it up for me, I'm Adam Close, man. Yay, Adam Close, yay. Oh my gosh. No, you're so wonderful. There are so many things I wanna comment on, but we just don't have time. <laughs> that was lovely. Your next comedian. Looks like Edward Norton had a son, and he left him on the street corner somewhere in Sacramento. Put your hands together, everybody, for David Samuel. Yay! Thank you, Pam. Yeah, every time someone's like, do you know who you look like? I'm like, yeah, I know. I got it, dude. That was cool in Adam's joke where he didn't have fart sounds, but they had, like, guns. That was cool. I like that. I don't know. I've had a fun year so far, right? Like I uh, fist fought my dad. That's pretty, it's like a white trash quinceanera in a way, you know? It's pretty cool. It's hard to fist fight your dad, especially with my dad. Like he taught me how to fight. But it's like in that moment he forgot everything he taught me, you know? I really beat the shit out of him, right? It's hard to fist fight your dad. I think the hardest part though probably is when you win, then you gotta have sex with your mom, you know? And that is, <laughs> Raise your brother, you know, it's really tough. I don't know. 
I um I think I would be a really good detective. Right? But to like become a detective you have to be a cop first and that's the part I wouldn't be good at. Like I'm too chill. Like I was, you know. Like I'd pull somebody over and like, look dude, you blew like a point two. But you gotta get that truck home. <laughs> you know, right? Like I feel you. I'll figure that one out. Um it's cool, man. I uh I want Greyhound Bus to come back to its original glory. I really miss Greyhound Bus. It's not the same. You gotta wear masks on there. It's ridiculous. It's like, dude, there is more DUIs than people on this bus. Like no one cares, you know? Greyhound's cool though. I like Greyhound, right? Greyhound does this thing too. They do sweepstakes. They do giveaways. Like you can win a trip paid for by Greyhound Bus. I don't know what it feels like to win something and also lose at the same time. But that's got to be what winning the Greyhound sweepstakes feels like, you know? They're like, congratulations! You're going to Omaha, Nebraska, you know? Like, oh, wow, thank you so much. Like, how long's the ride? They're like, 59 hours. Okay, yeah, this is looking forward to it, you know? Greyhound's cool, though, man. I s you see a lot of weird shit on Greyhound. Like, one time I was on Greyhound bus in downtown L.A., and I saw outside my window a completely naked man taking a bath, right? And I don't have a nice way to put this, but this guy's dick is like hitting the top of his knee, right? Like it is a mean dick on this guy. Mean. So many questions. Like first of all, dude, how are you homeless with a dick like that? Holy shit. <laughs> I have a regular dick and I've been homeless, you know? It's like would have been a little easier, you know? I don't know. That's a victory and also a loss though, right guys? Like like, sir, would you trade your dick right now for, like, a mean dick, but then you're only allowed inside libraries? Would you do that? <laughs> no? Yeah. Thank you, Pam. Um, it's cool, man. I like, give it up for Pam. I love Muni Radio, you guys. Very nice coming here. I just moved from Sacramento. So I'm adjusting a little bit, you know? Like, my first day in the city, I saw a dog, like a giant dog, take, like, the runniest shit ever and then just step both feet in it, right? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> took a deep breath. I'm like, it's good to be in San Francisco, you know? People love their dogs, though, but it's like, if my dog stepped both feet and shit like that, it's like, dude, that's the last time you come inside. You know, like, I'm sorry, I love you, but I also love my OCD much more. All right, give it up for me. I've been David Samuel. Thank you so much. David Samuel, everyone. Hooray, hooray. He doesn't he look like Edward Norton? Okay, am I the only one? Uh, your next comedian, he's, 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 I can't call him the new boy anymore because he's been around for like a month now. Put your hands together, everybody, for John Lee Appleseed, yay! Yeah, let's make some noise, it's Friday. Yeah! That's probably the most I want to get from you guys today. Um, how's everyone doing? Yeah? Cool, I have no follow-up to that. Um, so I'm a pretty gross person. I like to bite my nails and pick my nose and eat my boogers and shit. And my girlfriend doesn't like that. She thinks it's hella gross and shit. And it, What frustrates me, though, is because she calls it a bad habit. And it's not a bad habit. I'm just too poor for snacks. You know? And they're free. No calories. Get off my fucking dick, okay? Let me eat my bodily fluids in peace, you know? 
But I'm trying to be cleaner though. I just bought a bidet. Do any of you guys use a bidet? You do? Yeah. When did you guys make the switch? Recently? Oh, so you were already on it. All right. What about you? Three. Okay. Okay. I feel like it's decently recent. In Asia, they just got it everywhere, like in public, and it's just a little sus. But I kept getting those ads, so I got one. And uh, it's been nice. It's life-changing for sure, right? Aren't your shits a lot, it's a lot more fun to take a shit, huh? M yeah, yeah. But, uh, I guess. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I noticed a couple things that are interesting about it. One being that usually you're the one to pee in the toilet, but with a bidet, the toilet pees in you, you know? And right in your butthole, too. That makes it a little weird. Another thing I noticed is that having a bidet is a lot like having a gay roommate. You know, I don't know if you guys have either of those things, but they're both clean, reliable, and after a while, my asshole starts to get sore. I don't know if that's me. Could be my hemorrhoids. I think I might have hemorrhoids. I'm a little too afraid. There's something going on down there. I'm, I don't really know for sure. I need someone to check it out for me. I'm just gonna call it hemorrhoids for now. It could get worse. I might. Yeah. You wanna. You wanna help. You wanna help me out. Uh, another joke might come out of there for now, but now it's, it's more of just a confession, just to like ease my mind a little bit. Um, I was poor growing up. I'm still poor, but I was I was pretty poor growing up. I was so poor growing up that I qualified for free school lunches at my public high school back in back in Baltimore. Um, but I was also fat growing up. I was a big boy, and I was so fat growing up that nobody ever told me I qualified for free school lunches. They just assumed I was always eating good, you know, that I was always full, which I think is unfair because fat kids get hungry too, right? Arguably the hungriest. That's why they're so fat. But I lost all the weight. Um, I was like fat for most of my life. I was fat until I was like 15 years old, and then or like 16 years old, and then I started running cross country, which was fun. Uh, just kidding, it wasn't. It was the worst. I wanted to die. Why would anybody want to run cross country? But after a couple seasons, I lost the weight, and it was kind of weird being skinny after being or being semi-skinny after being fat for so long because I still had like fat person brain, you know, like I still had like dysmorphia. I still kind of have dysmorphia problems and like insecurities. Like I like to wear baggy clothes to hide like my pre-existing man titties, shit like that, you know? But it makes me think like, does it ever work the other way around, right? Do you think like skinny people that turn fat still have skinny people brain? No, like do, you, do they think that they're still hot? Does that mean? It's a little mean, yeah. Cause fat people can be hot. Actually, I think fat people are always hot, right? That's why they're sweating all the time. No. <laughs> That's mean. That's mean. You shouldn't laugh at that. No. I thought I could make that joke, though, because I used to be fat, you know? Like, I don't think I'd be upset if Michael Jackson made a black person joke. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Or if Kobe made a rape joke. Oh, except that one doesn't work as much, because once a rapist, always a rapist, right? Okay, that's that's the end. And on a rape joke. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Yay, John Lee Appleseed. Not just obliquely fat shaming, going right to the core. No, it's your that was it's lovely. It's your experience and it's your truth. And I also, I mean, I had an eating disorder for a long time and I tried to fat shame because I'm like, I work harder than you. Can't you just not be lazy? See, that's the worst thing I could say about fat people. See how I just did that? It wasn't funny because I'm a skinny bitch and that was just mean. Your next comedian comes all the way from British Columbia, but then all the way from Taiwan. What? Put your hands together, everybody, for Al D. Yay! Yeah, bro, they're fake. I'm, I just came from Taiwan. Come on. I bet you guys expect an Asian dude without introduction. Um, 
I uh, I moved to Canada when I was 18. I moved from Eastern Europe, and um, I grew up watching a lot of uh, action movies. And like one of my favorites, uh, I loved Arnold. Right, he was my hero. And uh, Arnold movies taught me that if you get in good shape, you can have anything society values. You can have women, money, power, anything. Right. The one thing that the movies didn't teach me is that the more in shape you get the less women notice you and the more men notice you. <laughs> <laughs> and as a straight guy, it was, uh, it was a shitty realization, but I thought it's got to be some sort of plateau, right? Once you get beyond a certain point, it's like girls go, well, he's actually cute. No, it's just the more in shape you get, the older the men get that notice you. <laughs> it's, it's terrifying. Uh, I, um, I changed the order of this. And then I decided to do something else. Let's see. Uh, are you guys? Uh, you guys are single, right? Well, no. You you use a bidet for ten years. You you gotta have a girlfriend. Yeah. To see see there you go. And you have three years, right? So you're just kind of still hooking up. Five, oh wow. Oh, you just came up. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I'm single, and I think being single is kind of not – I don't know if you came out or not. Came out of the relation. Okay, <laughs> let's not make this about you and make it about me. I haven't come out yet. Uh, I, um, I'm single, and I miss being in a relationship because my, my ex had the best skincare routine. Like, her – she had a 13-step skincare routine. That's one step more than AA. That shit's complicated. Like, I am Eastern European. My family knows all about AA, and they barely get for step number one, guys, which is knowing you should go to AA, knowing you have a problem. Um, I want to get in a relationship, but, like, I can't do dating apps because you have to have this, like, exciting lifestyle, and uh, I'm just not like that. Like... For example, last Saturday, the most exciting thing that happened, I was watching Netflix on my laptop, and then a mosquito flew in between my face and my laptop, and then I chased it for three hours. And then while chasing it, I realized there was a spider in my room, and you can see I'm pointing down and not up because I got the college dropout spider. So when I caught the mosquito, I was like, I have this great idea. I'm going to feed it to the spider so it knows the blood of its enemies, right? And then I do it, and then I go, oh, no, that is my blood, the blood of its enemies. It's a, it's a mosquito, guys. I don't know if you know how they work, but it's my blood. And uh, now I just have a, a spider nibbling on me all the time. It's still small, right, so it can't really hurt me. Uh, but one day I feel like I'm going to wake up all bondaged up with a gag in my mouth, and I'm like, it learned by watching me. It's, it's a sex joke. Um, <laughs> I like it rough. Uh, uh, let's see. I... Uh, <laughs> What am I going to end this on? I don't know why my phone keeps locking up. I um, oh, I hated multi-level marketing schemes up until I started a podcast. <laughs> where, my, where my friends and family at? Um, I have a dating podcast called Best Before Date Podcast, so uh, you can check it out. I started posting a lot more uh, dating-related content on my Instagram. Aside from, you know, I transitioned from the hot white guy Instagram, and uh, two things happened. Less people like my posts, and I lost half of my gay guy following. So it's tough, guys. Thank you. Aldi, everyone. Hooray, huzzah. Super exciting. 
Um, hey, you just walked in the door. It's your turn. Unless you want me to go in between. Do you want me to go in between or you want to go up? All right, everybody. Put your hands together for Kyle Morrissey. Yay! Uh, yeah, perfect timing, uh, I think. Um, all right, yeah, so so we've been in a pandemic, uh, but I feel like there's also been an epidemic that's been revealed to us in the meantime, and that's uh, adults who like Harry Potter too much. Um it's not good. Uh, and and I don't mean like, oh, yeah, it was an important part of my childhood. I mean like 37-year-olds who rabidly get – I get it. Like like buying a house is out of the question, so you got to figure out which Hogwarts one you belong to. I get it. It's a cope, right? Like three-bedroom, two-baths out of the equation. So Ravenclaw it is. Um, but this is weird because Harry Potter is actually really problematic. Uh, that, that series has like every racial stereotype in it. They have uh, the Jewish banker, goblin people. Um, I know I'm not the only one who noticed that. Uh, it's, no, don't put that on me. Uh, and then J.K. Rowling named the one Asian girl in the whole series Cho Chang. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's just because her editor was like, it can't be Ching Chong. What are you doing, J.K.? You ha It can't. Ching Chong, really, that's the best you can do. Are you kidding me? It's bad. I think we uh I just I think we need to grow up. Millennials, I think we need to grow up and start reading Lord of the Rings. I think it's just time to move on. It's a superior series. Um Well, while we're talking about race, I'm uh I'm Irish. Anyone here? Anyone Okay, all right. Funny that we think it still matters. What is it, 1865? It's f if if you can't select your ethnicity on a job application, you're white. That's it's as simple as that. You are white. I feel like having an Irish name on a resume would hurt your chances. <laughs> like if you if you're looking for a data analyst and you, a resume just came across your desk, you're like Happy O'Doyle. Fuck that. I'm not. No way. I, you guys can picture Happy O'Doyle. That guy wears a messenger hat, and <laughs> <laughs> he's meant to be a toothless janitor. He was born to be a toothless janitor. That's Happy O'Doyle. Um, I, th I, I actually think the reason I'm thinking about the Irish is because I think there's actually a bit of relevancy, I think, that they have right now because they faced a lot of racism when they came over to the United States. Isn't that weird? That's how dumb racism is. It, it, you could look at someone like me and no. <laughs> There's literally nothing. I, the only thing that's Irish about me are my sideburns right now, and I'm I'm getting a haircut tomorrow. But the, the Irish they faced a lot of racism when they came over here. Uh, in a way, they were kind of like the country's first POC, um, except the O had a little apostrophe over it, you know, because they're because <laughs> you know. Person of color, hey. <laughs> but the way that they handled the racism that they faced, I feel like that's where the lesson lies. The The way they handled it was actually very interesting. Um, the way that the Irish overcame the racism that they faced was by becoming the most racist people <laughs> <laughs> that the world had ever seen. That was their answer. They just, they went, oh, yeah, well, how about this, you fucking... Yeah, no, you guys remember what Liam Neeson said. Just pretend I'm shouting that right now. Uh, I gotta think of a proper ending to that. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. <laughs> Yay, Kyle Morrissey, hooray.
Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do just a little bit of time, and uh, so clap for me, yay! I have to say, Phil Patrick is the nicest person in the history. You were the number two, and you stayed the entire time. You are like the model poster child for like the good open micer that you you like a poet. Like when poetry people go to a thing, they like stay the whole time. Have you ever been to a poetry reading where they stay the whole time because they have manners? You, it's not. Thank you. I, I don't either, it's fine. What are friends? I don't even know what it means. This is post-apocalyptic. I'm like, ah, you coming to my comedy show? I, I feel like I don't have a personality anymore. I'm just like a weird promo machine. I'm like, are you coming to my comedy show? <laughs> I have one on Wednesday. Are you coming to my comedy show? No, I'm, I've gotten very boring. Uh, I get really angry. I have some people, acquaintances. I'm not going to call them friends. They don't have jobs, and they're, like, doing comedy or whatever, but they're taking Ubers all the time, and they're always doing cocaine. I want Uber cocaine money. What is this money? Where does this money come from? What are you doing for the Uber cocaine money? Because, like, I had to, like, find quarters today to do my underwear. I did my underwear in the bathtub last week because, like, cool. I want Uber cocaine money. Where are these bitches getting this money from? Jealous. I'm angry. Uh, one place I'm not jealous or angry of is Texas. Because women aren't women there anymore. Ha ha ha. Or women were never men or wit, they're wit men. So, of course, they're what? They're whoa, can't think for herself. <laughs> but the weird thing, they love guns. And they love capital punishment. But they hate abortion. Doesn't make any sense to me. Like, Abortion is just fun-sized murder. <laughs> it's like microdosing murder. Come on, get on board, Texas. We're microdosing everything now, aren't we? Like, what are they gonna? They only want to. They only want to inject it to kill things. I don't know. They love capital punishment. I don't understand though. They want to have all these babies. What you wait till they're like four, and if they're not good at football, you put them in a pen and then use them for shooting practice. <laughs> pew 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 pew. We love guns. We hate children, and no one gets food stamps. <laughs> Fan for yourself. You better not go out there and kill a cow. It's Texas. I don't know. What's in Texas? I have no idea. Tumbleweeds. and Texas. <laughs> I can do two impressions. This is one of them. See if you can get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't want to leave yet, but I got to go back soon. You know I got to go back to Crawford, Texas. You know? Laura's making taquitos tonight. That's Mexican for little taco. <laughs> appreciate that. Appreciate that. Cool. That's one of my impressions. Was that? Did you? Do you know who that was? Was it sort of? Was it not spot on at all? Yeah, it was uh, W. It was. It was George W. Bush. Uh, the other impression I can do is uh, Bjork, because she's in walking through my dreams. She gets so much stage time in my head. I had a dream last night that Bjork was my therapist, and I looked up at her and I was like, Bjork, why is my mom not proud of me? And she looked down and she said, Your uterus is made of clouds, and the power bell only steps in the same river once. Don't let pouts lie to you. 
I can't believe you know who Bjork is. I have abortions older than you. How do you know who Bjork is? Usually I go to shows and they're like, Bjork, we don't know who that is. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I can't do menopause jokes because they're like, that'll never happen to us. <sighs> I do have abortions older than you. 1995, I had my first abortion. I only have one regret about that first abortion, and that's that I didn't have the kid. Because right now I could be fucking all of his friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> 26-year-olds are high. I want ubiquitous access. Where is my dead son? <laughs> like, introduce me. I want to be the MILF. Like, I'll be anybody. Like, you're so pretty. Like, is your dad cute? Because I could be your new stepmom. We could totally chill. Is he rich? No. Oh, shit. I'll take that bitch out. I'm way more fun to party with. You like ketamine? <laughs> Have fun. I'm like, I'm probably older than your stepmom, honestly. I turned 47 on Sunday. <gasps> and it's crazy because I finally feel hot for the first time in my life. Because I'm going through menopause. I'm on fire, like, all of the time. <laughs> Today, everybody's outside. They're like, it's so cold. It's so, I was like, I'm sick. I am on... God is giving me the air conditioning I require right now. I wake up every morning sweating. My cats are licking my face for, like, moisture. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a salt lick. They're like, blah, 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 blah. feed us. Like, stop loving me. Uh, it's too much, and the tongues are so weird. I don't know if anyone else has hemorrhoids. Uh, yo, this, this is it. The, uh, Raycon didn't come. You're all amazing for staying. I really appreciate it. Let's all go to Neck of the Woods. Uh, yay! Funny jokes. Can I tell you, let's see, what's one last joke I want to run? One last, like, one-liner I haven't done in a long time. Can I do, it's not, it's one, it's not one-liner, it's just, it's, but it's real quick. It's, uh, I just want to run it, though, because I want to do it, I think, on Sunday. But it's uh, a quality, a quality now. Do you, you want a quality? You want a quality now? Do you care about a quality? Right? I feel like together we can do this with PG-13 movies. Because right now in a PG-13 movie, if you cover up the nipple... You can see 180% side boob. And you can see the butt, but not the whole. I respect this. Sexy. But what I want to see for equality is some side scrot. Right? Because no genitals are seen. Like you, the balls are cupped in the dick. You can't see. But fo follow me here. It's like a Martin Scorsese film, right? And there's an infinity pool, and the sun is going down, and Nicolas Cage is making a great big comeback because he's old now and his nutsack is long and he's swimming in the pool and his nutsack is long and you get to see his butt and you're like that's cute and then he gets to the stairs and his like dick is hard so it's above the stairs and he's coming up the stairs and his balls are deep in the water and what we get to see is this beautiful stained glass side scrot for equality <laughs> quality now I feel like we can do it together friends we're going to call that movie Raging Balls. <laughs> I know, it's so hacky at the end of that joke. I'm like, does it? Uh, maybe I should put that part earlier. I don't know. You're workshopping with me. Okay, thanks for being here, you guys. Uh, this is really, really great. Everybody go to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It starts on Sunday. We got five shows on Sunday. I'm at the punchline on Sunday night. I got pre-booked. It's not part of the festival. It's just like part of my birthday because we're on Vice King. And I was like, can I have a birthday present? He's like, yes, I will make your dreams come true. And I'm like, yeah! So that's going to be good. But all week, uh, check out all the shows. And uh, hopefully I won't die or have a nervous breakdown before I see you next week. Okay, bye, everybody. Yay! Thank you for indulging my long set.
the window cause he couldn't sit still Through the was waiting with the safety net I said, don't bury me cause I'm not the idiot Why don't you talk about the mystery dance? I wanna know about the mystery dance Why don't you show me cause I'm trying and I'm trying and I'm still Mr. Fight, I can't do it anymore and I'm not satisfied When I remember when the lights went out And I was trying to make it look like it was never in doubt when I thought the genius So both of us were willing But we didn't know how to do it Why don't you talk about the mystery dance I want to know about the mystery dance Why don't you show me Cause I tried and I tried And I'm still mystified I can't do it anymore And I'm not satisfied In the middle of the night Trying to discover my left foot from my right You can see those pictures in any magazine But why's the usual looking when you don't know what they mean Why don't you talk about the mystery dance I want to know about the mystery dance Why don't you show me Cause I tried and I tried And I'm still mystified I can do it in the morning I'm not satisfied I can do it in the morning I'm not satisfied I can do it in the morning I'm not satisfied I can do it in the morning I'm not satisfied I'm more of
She still smiles very sweet Charged with insults and flattery Her body moves with madness Do you have to be so cruel to be careless? And now you find you fit This identical completely You say you have no secrets Then leave discreetly I'm gonna get 